views and opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. would have had serious consequences for the world financial system but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the US wants to avoid at all costs We're slicing cake We're slicing cake We're slicing cake Gaddafi didn't give up. In the months leading up to the military intervention, he called on African and Muslim nations to join together to create this new currency that would rival the dollar and euro. They would sell oil and other resources around the world only for gold dinars. It's an idea that would shift the economic balance of the world. Countries' wealth would depend on how much gold they have, not how many dollars they trade. And Libya has 144 tons of gold. Welcome, welcome everyone to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave, from L.A., coming to you live from FEMA Region number Today is May the 15th, 2019. It is a Wednesday. We have a live show for you today at any time. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, don't hesitate. Give us a call. 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number. would love to talk to you all today, especially for, uh, you know, really what's going on. And I'm so appreciative to, to you all. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we made, you know, some some switches on our times and everything else. And I just want to say that I hope that that didn't inconvenience uh, anyone. And if it did, I'm sorry. Uh, But I'm glad that we're, you know, still here and going and growing. So please don't hesitate. Give us a call. And also listen to the podcast. You know I'm not very familiar with all of that stuff. Uh, I'm I'm really a, a... uh, when it comes to technology, I'm I'm really very naive uh, on, on those things, and so. But you know how to do all of those things to hear the show and everything else, and so. But the reason why we can do that, have the show, and have the podcast where you can come back and listen, is because of Black Talk Radio Network, and Black Talk Radio Network was actually put together for you in mind. It was it was created by Scotty Reed for. To have a social media and a mainstream media and a media network that would be able to reach you and to bring you information that would be pertinent to your overall everyday living. And that took a strong investment from, from Scotty in time. And I'm going to just say this real quickly. If, if, for those of you that are in business, you will understand this. And you'll understand the process that Black Talk Radio Network is going through and where it is and where it's, it's, it's going to continue to go. Is that when most people think that starting a business, the main thing that you need is cash. 
That is very true. You do need to be able to create the overall entity and develop it. But it's not only just cash, but cash is really, really important. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But one of the things about starting a business is that it requires a lot of energy from the individual. It takes a lot. Because the energy that you would apply to that business, you could apply somewhere else that can actually give you more capital or more cash so that you can sustain your life, okay? So Scotty has invested not only his, his, his uh, cash and his dollars, but he's invested his life and time into this, to this platform. And now... I would have to say to you that we've come to the point where there needs to be more cash infusions into from donations from you, the listeners that are benefiting from this network, to give to, this, to, to Black Talk Radio Network so that we could continue to grow. Because Scotty is committed to this network. He's going to give his energy to it. But there has to be resources that are being reciprocated in order for that to happen. So it's time and energy and capital investment. So we have the time, we have the energy, we have the commitment, but we also need the, the capital investment through donations or through participation in BTR community. So please, everyone, go to and support the network. You can do that by going to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com and making a donation there or going to BTR community and becoming a member in a social media platform where you can engage in all of your social media activities without being as adversely affected. And what I mean by that, you don't have to worry about Black Talk Radio Network selling your identity to anyone, which all of them do. You don't have to worry about someone getting uh, information about you and actually using that against you, which all of the other ones do. And we think that it's cool because we don't pay any cash because See, at the, at the levels that these mainstream media outlets are on, they don't have a cash. They don't worry about cash. They don't have to worry about cash. What they have to worry about is their overall ratings, how, much, how many people's energy are they affecting. That's what they care about. So we have to do both, but it, in those instances, the institutions that are supporting them, they have no capital investment because all they have to do, they easily can create cash. How do they do it? They print it and digitally create it and give it to them. So we don't have that capability. So please, support the network. Become a member in BTR community is the best way to do it. Go to www.btrcommunity, become a member. For $24 a year, supports the network. We stay on air. Without that support, we don't, go, we don't stay on air. And just look at how much you've learned from being on this network, listening to this network every, every day. Imagine if you didn't know that. And that was you were benefiting from someone else's capital investment. Now isn't it fair for you to feed the roots instead of just eating the fruits? You, want, you should want that this network stay on air so that you can continue to learn more continue to develop more, and not only that, share it appropriately with those that it would benefit. So please, there were individuals that saw the value of this and said, people need to hear this, I need to hear this. I'm going to make a capital investment in this, 
even if it means taking from something else that you're doing that's not benefit you, is all about, you can cut that out. So please, support this network. And it's for $24 a year you can do that. Pastor Keith is in the building. What's going on, Pastor right. Keith? How you doing, bro? Did I, did, did, was there anything you wanted to add about, about, about that, supporting the network? Not really. You know, we are notorious as a people oftentimes that we don't support one another. Yeah. And, and, and it's killing us on every level, you know. Um, and it's just something that for us to change the fight, we have to refocus and redo those things. Yeah. You know, the, our position is in a position of we, we're hamstring and we're in a position of disadvantage. Absolutely. But what we should do is we should prioritize what's important. And I know every person, there are many, many people that listen to Black Talk Radio Network every single day. So this is a priority. So all I would ask is that you would move Black Talk Radio Network into a, a position of priority in your life where you will actually, $24 a, a year, that priority could be met by, by many, many people. Um, and those individuals that are gaining from this, I'm going to say this. Please support the network because it will not be here. What you are able to do today with Black Talk Radio Network, without your support, you won't be able to have it tomorrow. And it's just the truth. It's just the truth. So big ups to my man, Scotty. Thank you so much. Also, if you would like to acquire real money, go to Prosperity Mint. Uh, Prosperity Mint is a full-service precious metals dealership where you can exchange your currency for real money. Very important going forward. We're going to touch on some of that today. And e uh, email info at prosperitymint.com. Tell them you're a Tando radio show listener so that they can contact you only for the purpose of explaining to you how the buying process works. It's to your advantage. You need to do that. All right, Keith, so we're going to jump into today's show. And I am still uh, posting some things into the, the network. Uh, Keith, uh, got to get a. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We got to uh, we got to talk with Scotty because you know I got to travel and everything else. And so, um, in my travels, I could probably do the show and, and post and everything else. But I'm gonna need your help um, with some of that. Is that is that cool? Thank you. So you'll so you'll wake up and you'll remember. You'll see what you can do. That's that's a yes. I, I I know what that is. That's that's a little dig. Yes, you know, Pastor Keith. I I kind of you know I'm I'm on him a, a, a lot. You know, injustice, all in love. So, um, all right. So let me get situated here, and we're going to jump in. In any time, give us a call. Seven zero four eight zero two fifty fifty six is the calling number. Seven zero four eight zero two fifty fifty six is the calling number. And I just messed up. Oh, man. Okay. So let me see if I can fix some things. Bear with me, everyone. And let me just tell you, let me just go from here. We're going to go into today's show is preparing for global turmoil before the crisis is what today's show is. Preparing for global turmoil before the crisis. And got an article from Sputnik News. Chinese response, China responds to Trump's new tariffs targeting $60 billion in U.S. exports. Next article from The Hill, Social Security just ran a $9 trillion deficit, and nobody noticed. Social Security just ran a $9 trillion 
deficit. That means that Social Security didn't run a $9 trillion. That means they just stole the money. <laughs> they stole the cash, and, and so that they won't be able to, they ain't going to fulfill the obligations. Yes. Yes, Keith, that's exactly what that means. So we need to take a look at that. And I'm going to post some other things, and i got to close some windows. Excuse me, y'all. i got to close some windows so that I could post some things um, in here. i got so many, so many things open, uh, and all of them I think are, are vital, but I'm going to – there's some stuff that's going on uh, in the world and want you all to know. So let me just pull up some of those. I'm going to post these. So uh, some other articles I thought that were very, very significant and going to pull up. Keith, man, I, I want to really get into today's show uh, and and highlight some things. And, and there's one article in particular that I want to really focus on, and that is China dropping, dumping U.S. Treasuries. And it's not that not buying treasuries is one thing. Dumping them is a totally different beast. And we need to talk about that in, in because every single person that's here listening to Tando Radio Show right now is going to be adversely affected by that. Greatly affected. Greatly, greatly, greatly. And, and I just want to make sure that all is done what, right. Because if we don't, this one is going to hurt, and it's going to be extremely painful, okay? Well, so, it, to me, and you can collect, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically it opens up the door to what invariably is going to feel like sanctions. So, yeah, we're, we're going to hold on to those thoughts, Keith, because you come back to that, because we're going to jump into that, and, and what you're saying is, yeah, yes, every, definitely right. Another article from Sputnik News, Berlin Holtz. Iraqi military training as U.S. puts coalition forces on high alert, a high alert. Earlier today, the United States State Department ordered that all American government officials not dealing with emergency leave Iraq, the United States Embassy in Baghdad said in a statement. Everything is ramping up for this overall uh, global war, so we need to be prepared for that. And... Man, Keith, you know that there were uh, meetings between the Secretary of State and the Foreign Minister of Russia, and this is really the, I think these are the meetings before the next fuse is lit and the bomb goes off. So we definitely, definitely need to be prepared for that. Next article that I'll post is that, U.S. war with China, with, excuse me, U.S. war with Iran would be a disaster with ripple effects that could last for decades. Yes. And what is the purpose of Christmas? <laughs> like we didn't know, right? I mean, we've been at war with them for what, 16 years now, basically? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it literally has brought us to our knees. Yeah, so true. Then there's the, um, so we um, next article from uh, RT International, Guaido Envoy, to, uh, Envoy set to meet the Pentagon officials to plan ways to bring democracy to Venezuela. Guaido's Envoy is meeting the Pentagon. Why would they be meeting the Pentagon? Yeah, because they're talking to him every day because that's, that's where he's getting his marching orders from. And that's that's because they're going to use they're going to do it by a by military intervention. So 
we'll we'll post that article uh, as as well, Keith. That one is um, pretty pretty significant. And but I really want to get into today's show. There's a lot that's that's here, and there's a lot that we need to to know about. Um, and we'll we'll put put those things into uh, I I post those things into Tando Radio Show. Just give me a, a a second to set that all up, and I'll do it. And Chief, we really need to focus in on on what's going on here, and we need to focus in on the U.S. economic situation for the everyday person here. And that being this article among the other articles, and that is China, nuclear option. Here it is. China's nuclear option of dumping U.S. bonds would cause absolute chaos in the global market, experts said. So we're going to move straight into that, Keith, and we need to talk about that, and then we need to talk about you all, the listeners, in my opinion, preparing for this. Because this situation, it doesn't, it, it won't matter if you know it's coming or if you do know it's coming. Because the effects of it are going to be very, very apparent. And no one will be immune from it, regardless if you're prepared for it or if you're not prepared for it. So that's very, very, very important. I want to get into that right, right now. So here we go. There's an article. I posted one yesterday, and I'm post one again today. Chief, let's let's hit it. And the article is, I mean, use this one from RT International. China's nuclear option of dumping U.S. bonds will cause absolute chaos in the global market. So, here we go. The ongoing tit for tat tariff exchange between China and the United States could push Beijing to strike back with the so-called nuclear option. This is the nuclear option in the financial world. This is like them, they call it the nuclear option because once you drop this on everyone, it's going to have disastrous, catastrophic casualties of infrastructure and of people's lives. It's going to kill many. On a global scale. On a global scale. This is why it's known as the nuclear option in the financial world. Dumping its vast holdings of U.S. Treasury bonds. While the move would be <clears throat> partly self-defeating for China. See, that was the misconception that a lot of people think, that it is self-defeating for China. But no, it actually isn't. China has been preparing for this moment for a very, very, very long time. And the key is, well, let me read and then we'll go to it. While the move could be partially self-defeating for China, it would also be, have a devastating consequence for the global financial market. Uh, this is uh, Galupe said, a senior uh, fellow at the Institute for China-American Studies in Washington told RT, quote, in that case, talking about the, the nuclear option, there would be absolute chaos in the global currency markets. Let me just stop there. The global currency market. The global currency markets are bigger than the stock market and the bond market combined by five times. They're five times bigger than the combination of the stock market and the, and the bond market together. 
the currency markets are. Okay? So it goes on. And therefore, in a global equity market, he said, adding that with regards to interest rates, after significant initial volatility, the effects would be somewhat muted. The concern, though, is with financial market sentiment, not specifically interest rates. So what is he saying there? Here's what was happening. Here's what will happen. It, it, the initial volatility of that overall dumping will shock the market. But it's the sentiment that, that they're talking about. So when they say sentiment in the market, here sentiment is used as a, as a, a, a play word, Keith and everyone. What I mean by that? The sentiment is used to hide what's really going on. What is the sentiment of the market? The sentiment of the market would be, okay, what does this mean for us and what do we need to do? And I'm going to tell you what it means. Here's the sentiment. The sentiment of the world would be, okay, we need to actually divest ourselves of everything U.S. Which now, is going to happen. Okay. Yes. Yes. No, go ahead, Keith. Which is what? Go ahead. Say it, Keith. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Basically what we're talking about is we're talking about a mass transaction not to the United States and the, the global currency dollar out of the pocket, you're going to have major transitional heartache because it's going to be huge transition. However, it's not going to be that big of a deal because all the other countries already know what and where they have to do. Because they've been preparing for it. They've for been preparing their, for it. Their sentiment, they've already had the directions because the, you think that they're going to get caught flat-footed like the everyday person that's driving right now in the United States that's busy about worrying about providing for their family, paying their bills and everything else, they're on their regular routine. This is the global market's regular routine, to know what's going on in the market way before it happens so that you can do what? Align yourself up before it happens so that when it does happen, you are, they're, not, they're not preparing for the dollar, the treasuries to be dumped. They've already prepared for that years and years and years ago. What they're preparing for is the aftermath of all of that in the different stages and different degrees. The contracts and the negotiations and the agreements now aren't about what are we going to do with our overall U.S. treasuries. The, 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 the contracts and agreements are being penned 100 years away from now, this is what we're going to be doing this here, here. The relationships have already been built. When they dump the treasuries, they've already had something to substitute it already. Sure. They're, they're light years ahead of every single person. They just got to go through the heartache of the transition. They're just going to go through the overall. The process is going to take place, mm -hmm. and we are going to be ahead of the process. Is what the, the global market makers. Okay. So let's simplify this. Yep. Right? So basically you have the whole world that knows this is going to happen, but they're like, well, son of a biscuit. The problem is, whereas I used to have to walk right across the street to, to go to the circle market, I got I to gotta now get the car and go three blocks away, but I already know I have to do. All right? 
So you got the world on this level that's going to have to inconvenience themselves, go through jump with a couple of hoops to close out this supermarket right across the street. But in six months, they're going to build another one, so it's going to be across the street. But right now, we've got to go through this. Yeah. Whereas the United States, when this happens, has nowhere to go. They don't have a fallback plan. They don't have a backup system. They don't have any of those things. Because they're excluded. They're excluded. Right. And, and, and where, where we're looking at. Because you're, you're, the, you're the one that's being dumped. Exactly. See, when they say dump the treasury, you got to understand what that is. But it's worse than being dumped because not only are you going to get dumped, but you got burn your bridges. You ain't coming back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you ain't coming back here. So, um, and, and it doesn't just fit in with just the financial market. No, it don't. You know, if you look at the road belt initiative and all of that, all that stuff comes into play. Right. That all that all gets the deals have already the development is already contracted out, leased out. Everyone is already in place. Now everyone is clamoring for what? Position so that as <laughs> I I'm I'm sorry, I just had a bust out laughing because Keith he drops his phone, and, and he's like having a panic. You, you know what that's called, Keith, right? You, you, you're a little too attached. Let me help you out, Keith. Why don't you pull that leg out over there, and, and then that'll open that up so you can get it. So if you, I wish everyone – I wish I would have been filming that. I think everyone had got a, a little humor out of that. So what we're saying is this, is that the rest of the world knows, and they're preparing and the dumping of the U.S. Treasuries is how you have the overall purge of the U.S. That is the most effective, efficient way to nullify the U.S. And I want to go over what that would mean, okay? I hate to say this, but the troops that are being deployed right now, when the U.S. Treasuries is dumped, those individuals, oh, I'm going to get into it, but the dumping is this. The dumping is, is how the global market has decided to nullify and purge it of the U.S. What's the strength of the U.S., Keith? The strength of this U.S., the strength of the United States is one thing, and everything is formed around that. It's not the U.S. military that's the strength of the United States. It's never been that. That has been the method. That is not how the U.S. has, has been a superpower. The U.S. Is, was a superpower, and its overall military supported and augmented its, tr its true power. The U.S. true power has always been, it has the ability to print and create debt. If you take that overall debt creation ability away from the United States, it is no longer the United States. It is now the untied states of America. It is now not a superpower, but be below a third world country. It is a country that all of its resources will be taken from it for someone else's benefit. 
the true strength of the United States was that it was created, it was able to create its debt, its own debt that passed to the world without challenge. But see, the dollar isn't being challenged anymore. That phase has gone and left. Now it, the treasuries are being dropped. So the true impact of the United States was its ability to create debt that everybody else had confidence in. And that confidence was established by you could use it, have purchasing power, but if you ever try to, to, to jeopardize it, we have a strong U.S. military that we will blast you to death with, and they dropped two nuclear devices on a country so that everybody would see their military prowess. At that time, Chief, let me ask you, at that time, what was the admitted number of nuclear-capable countries in the world when the U.S. dropped two nuclear devices on Japan, which was an act of terrorism? They have that threat all by themselves. They had that threat all by themselves. How many countries have nuclear weapons now? Much, much, much more than before, than when the U.S. dropped it. How many countries have used nuclear devices in the world? In, in, this, in, our, in, this, in this time period. Well, on that scale, none. I mean, you've got to only the U.S. Right, 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 Keith. Only the U.S. Um, in my count, there have been plenty of every country that has nuclear weapons have tested them, so they've used they've actually used them. But how many have used them in a military operation and they dropped the asset on something on someone else? There's only been one country. But tactical nukes have been used, and, and Israel, in my opinion, has used tactical nukes before. The U.S. has actually used tactical nukes before. Yeah. So there are actually two countries, in my opinion, that have actually used nuclear weaponry. Tactical nukes, from the tactical nuke standpoint, was the U.S. and Israel. But the U.S. is the only one to ever use massive nuclear devices against a sovereign nation and and during a confrontation. And it wasn't an it wasn't that overall dropping of that device had nothing to do with war. It was an act of terrorism. Absolutely. Because they were able to gain Politically and financially from doing that. That's what, that's what terrorism means. When you use violence for political and financial gain, that's what they use it for. So now, in this case, it, you can even step that up further. And let me tell you why it, it wasn't a military key. Well, no, go ahead, go what you want to say, because I'll remember. You won't. Go ahead, Keith. You can use that even a step further, because who we use that bomb again wasn't for the nation that we use it against. Yeah, that, that is what I wanted to stress. Right, Keith. The thing with that was that Japan was already looking to surrender. And they didn't drop those two nuclear devices on the military. They dropped that two, those two, two nuclear devices on the civilian population. 
to terrorize the world, to, be, to terrorize the world into compliance to the debt creation of the U.S. dollar. And that's what that was used for. They very easily could have dropped that overall nuclear device on a campaign that the, that the, that the Japanese military was engaging in. And it would have did what? It, it, it will. It would have melt, It would have definitely been against military against a military uh, in a military engagement. That's why that wasn't an act of war. That was an act of terrorism. They just happened to use the overall military to deliver their terrorism because they didn't engage a military installation. Right. They didn't engage military in people. They engaged women, children, babies young people that had no decision in going to war against the United States, had no decision in, 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 in attack of Pearl Harbor, which the U.S. had prompted. And, and this uh, is a truth that nobody ever, ever brings up. Well, that, and really, if you look at the whole propaganda of the whole war, period, that's something that nobody never brings up. You know, the fact that they attacked them in the first place was because of the embargoes and the sanctions against them that left them in no position that they had to attack. And they wanted them to attack so that they could do their little stuff. And then when they fought... They were planned in the head. Absolutely. Like, and this is with this dumping, there are plans made ahead. Right, Keith, is is absolutely. So right now, the dumping, how do you nullify? You nullify by dumping the treasury. When you dump the treasury, you dump the most the, the, the actual power source of the U.S. corporation. Without that ability, guess what the U.S. has to do? They have to make deals with companies, with, with countries and companies, on a scale of even, the table of negotiation is evenly yoked. The tales of negotiation, when you sit down with the U.S., you're not in negotiations with them. They give you ultimatums. This is what you're going to do and when you're going to do it by, and this is what I will grant you for doing that. And if you don't do that, this is what's going to happen. That's an ultimatum. It's a big difference. Negotiation is always should be always absent of ultimatum. If the if negotiation breaks down, then guess what? You're at an impasse. You go on your different ways. But that's not even allowed. But see, this is why it's not an impasse. Because when you're at an impasse, the two parties or the uh, parties, the the concerned parties, go their different ways. But with an ultimatum, guess what happens? You can't walk away from here in impasse. You will be attacked for passing up the offer. It's a big difference. Now, by the dumping of the U.S. Treasuries, there is no ultimatum (coughs) anymore. You're not even at the negotiation table anymore. So when you're not at the table of negotiation, guess what's being served? Guess what's on the menu? Those that are not at the seat of the table. When they negotiate, when negotiation happens on these scales, if you don't have an invited seat 
to the overall negotiation. That's because you're on the menu. And they're going to be on that menu. They're going, and that menu is going to have what is available for them to devour from you. And when you, when you order off of that menu, there is a price that you pay for the meal that you're going to be consuming. And in that meal, that meal is going to actually edify your appetite. But you paid for it. And that's what's happening now. And we definitely need to be prepared for it. Wait, 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 wait. Say that one part again, because from my point of view, you're going to pay for the meal, but you ain't going to get to eat. No, what I'm saying is that at the, right now, the U.S. is no longer at the table of negotiations with the overall global structure. Right. They are being served. But they can still pay for that meal. No, no, no. The, 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 what I'm saying is that they are the meal. They are the meal. They are. And so everybody that gets to, to eat off of that meal is, is paying for that meal just as if you were go to, to, to dinner you're going to, what would you like off of the menu? You're going to look at the menu and say, I want steak, I want chicken. Okay, well, they're going to give you the steak and chicken, and you're going to pay for the meal, but what you consume is going to be what? Edifying to your appetite, and you're going to gain from that. Okay. So, yeah, so the, 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 the meal is already, you're going to pay for the meal. That's what is being done, has been done already. Now it is, here's where we're going to step into, the devouring of the meal. Your dinner is now served. And the dinner that's going to be served is going to be the everyday person here. And the devouring of that is about to start. And we have to be prepared for it. Militarily, everyone speaks about the, 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 the power of the U.S., the military prowess of the U.S. That was only because of its position with the dollar, being able to create debt that everybody had to accept. Here's why the U.S. military is insignificant now. If you can't afford to supply your troops, then all of their equipment in themselves will be offered up. A tank with no, with no fuel, no diesel fuel, doesn't move. It's a sitting duck. Not only is this a sitting duck, it will only be able to defend itself by what? The, the, the rounds that it has in this magazine. And if you can't resupply those magazines, guess what happens? You'll squeeze the trigger and the firing mechanism will go off, but there will be no bang. And everyone that's there, when they dump the U.S. Treasuries, this is what's going to happen. The U.S. military won't be able to buy oil or supply oil or supply their overall deployed troops across the, the globe. And they are in every darn near every nation in the world. That's a lot of supplies that need to be moved. Not only that, you won't be able to pay for the resupplying of the people in, the, in, in countries because the countries that you are in will no longer accept your overall dollars because they won't be able to accept because the mass market is dumping them and they'll have the perfect 
plausible deniability is that, hey, we can't accept that. Nobody's accepting that. It's not us. I would, I would love to help you out, my friend, but you haven't given me anything because what you give me, I can't go to anybody else and buy anything with. That's worthless. I'm now in a bad situation. I don't have because I, all I had was dollars. But guess what? They already converted. Now they're getting what they need for themselves. But do they have anything for you? Absolutely not. And once again, what is your military going to do when it runs out of, it, it has a firing mechanism that, that goes off, but there's no bang? Uh oh, Houston. We have a problem. Houston, we have a catastrophe. So the forward deployment of the military assets that the U.S. military has is going to be used as what, Keith? It's going to be surrendered. It's going to go into receivership. Now you have a nuclear-capable, uh, uh, you know, aircraft carrier and submarines, but guess what? Their supply ship's not. So the only thing that they're going to be able to do is they're going to be able to do what? Engine back to port. What difference if you have an aircraft carrier, 100,000 tons of of military hardware that doesn't work now because you got no JP-5. You got a battery-operated toy with no battery. The ship can still maneuver, but how is the ship going to feed the individuals that's on that ship? So you got to look at what supplies that you have right now and you need to get back where? Yes, you'd be sailing back to Virginia, sailing back to Pearl Harbor, sailing back to San Diego because your ship engines work, but your ship engine is the only thing that's going to be working. What about those that have actually been deployed through, through uh, airlift? You've been dropped off by plane. You can't buy fuel anymore. How are you going to get those individuals back? Where do you think the priority is to bring all those troops back is going to be? It's not. And you think that those troops are going to be able to load up everything that they had and bring it back? They won't be able to bring anything back. Uh, uh, Keith, a tank with no diesel fuel in it, and it goes to empty how, how hard is it to push that thing? Can you put that thing in neutral and push it? No. So what is it going to be done? What is it going to be done with it? It's going to stay right there. Here's how this happens. And I'm not exaggerating this. This is just the facts of it. Oh, you are you're definitely underpinning that. I mean, that's, this is a small, small, small piece of what's going to happen. It is, and, and, here's, and here's why. And I want to go back to how this really works is this. Before we go into the commercial break, we've got 10 minutes before we go in. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 
Now, this is just for the forward deployment of individuals in the military. And I haven't even talked about the people that are abroad that happen to be U.S. citizens abroad. Then I haven't even talked about the people that are here that's going to be affected by this. So what happens is as, as China dumps the U.S. treasuries, okay, you got to look at, let me get back to the article real quick, and I want to pick out this point. And I need to do that by, now you know why Spain dropped out of the, the, the aircraft carrier strike group, a, the Abe Lincoln aircraft carrier strike group. Spain didn't want to have no parts of this. That's the dumping of the U.S. Now, I didn't get to that yesterday. A clear example is, is, is like this. There was a frigate that's attached to the aircraft carrier Abraham Lincoln strike group that's in support of the Abraham Lincoln. A lot of people don't know that there are foreign uh, vessels that are actually in, in the U.S.'s uh, naval armada, uh, Germany, France, uh, Italy, Spain, the NATO members are, are, you know, for the aircraft carrier groups, there are, are actually foreign vessels that are in support of that aircraft carrier. This is why Spain had a vessel there. Germany has vessels in some of the air, uh, aircraft carrier strike groups. Spain just decided, oh, wait, you know what? We're pulling out. No, 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 no. We're not going with you. You're on your own on this one. We don't want no parts of that. Why do they say they don't want no parts of that? Because they, they know what they, how this is going to turn out. So the, the foreign minister of Spain, I mean the defense minister of Spain, told that frigate to go, what? Come home. Leave that aircraft carrier strike group. Now let me ask you something, Keith. If the U.S. was going to be winning everything, would anybody be abandoning them or would everybody be running to support them? You know how it goes. When you're on top, everybody runs to you. But when you start rolling down the hill, as you start rolling, you, it's like a bowling ball. Everybody's getting knocked off and running away from you. So this is a clear example of that. So now, when we look at, no, man, I, let me see if I can, how do I? Let me just. Oh no! Oh please, don't do it. Don't do it. I knew I shouldn't. Hopefully, I didn't. <laughs> Excuse me. I know this is live TV. I mean, live radio. Damn, I said TV. I'm tired. I know this is live radio. I hope I just didn't destroy everything. It's gone. Oh, it didn't. Okay, fantastic. So now. Excuse me on that. You know, I'm not a professional radio host. I, you know, this isn't my profession. I, you know, so I do things, but I don't mind. I love being authentic and being myself and, and because that's what this is really, really all about. And, and I appreciate this platform uh, for giving us that opportunity. But as this starts to load up, oh, I may be in trouble, but I'm not worried about it. When China starts to dump its treasuries, its U.S. treasuries, and in the article they said that it's, it's going to hurt China. See, that's always been 
what has been propagandized, but it doesn't hurt China. It doesn't hurt. That's a misnomer. That was always used as an excuse to keep the, the U.S. in a position of a disadvantage of selling treasuries to right? Dumping the treasuries doesn't hurt China. Let me tell you why. Because all of the agreements, the Chinese, the, the, the Rehimbi, the Chinese Rehimbi, which means the, the people's money, which is his real name, is, is the Rehimbi, is, is actually is actually fortified and prepared to be moved into global standing. So whatever losses they would so-called occur, I mean, the losses that would occur or would be accrued by jumping U.S. treasuries, it don't worry now because their currency is, is fully transferable into the global market now because it's a part of the FDR system now. But not only that, it has the Belt and Road Initiative. It has the BRIC nations. It has the AA, excuse me, the AIIB. It has all of these agreements globally around the world where people want to do what? Business with China, and how are they going to be doing those business? They're going to be doing those business in bilateral trades of their currency for each other. They don't need the dollar anymore. So if the dollar isn't needed, it doesn't have any impact. So what impact will it have on China? Nothing at all because they'll, they'll say that it does, but in the grand scheme of things, did it hinder them or did it benefit them? It benefited them because what did they do? They took down their greatest challenger, their, their biggest competitor, from what? From within. They controlled their true power source, and that true power source is the creation of debt. China will nullify the U.S.'s ability to create debt. And what will everybody else do? They will run to China and other such nations and say, guess what? We, re we need to dump our U.S. treasuries, but we need to replace it with something else. Guess what's going to conveniently come into play? Well, we got the ruble, the Russian ruble. We got the Chinese rahimbi. We can replace the treasuries with, with a basket of currencies from the BRIC nations, because not only do we have the currency, we're backing those currencies with real assets. So the currencies that we have will be fortified and backed by what? Keep assets. What do you think that people are going to do around the world? They're going to say, that's a better deal. I'll take that. I'll take that. And guess what? They will. Absolutely, they will. And I think I made a major, major, major mistake. I think I closed out everything, Keith, by mistake. Ugh. That's not good. It's a lot of information there that I just wiped out. But no biggie. The show must go on. And it's 9 o'clock, so it's too bad. So it's time to take a break for you to regain that. So. It ain't going to be regained in two minutes. <laughs> so it's going to take some time. But I hope I, I – and it looks like I did did lose it. So I can't even read this article anymore. So let me put it this way. And we're going to go into how it's going to affect everyone here. So when China dumps its trillions and trillions of dollars of currency, U.S. Uh, tr US trade, U.S. treasuries, 
They don't have to dump it all at one time. You know what they do, Keith? I wouldn't dump it all at one time because the treasuries allow them to do what, Keith? To acquire assets. They're converting their debt into assets. So what, what do you do? This is how I think that dump would happen. They would dump a significant portion, send the market into, oh, dang on it. Send the market into, I lost it all. Send the market into complete chaos. And guess what other countries are going to do? They're going to, if China is dumping, let's say China is dumping 10%, we better dump 25%. Well, and then China will say, well, you're dumping 25 we need to dump 50 We're dumping it all. China says, well, we know we're forced to dump it all as well. Yeah. Because I'm going to something right now. Yeah. Nothing if I wait a little bit. But when they dump it, when you dump it, that means that somebody else is going to have to pick up what you drop. Well, nobody's going to pick it up. We'll it? say that one more time, Keith. Nobody's going to pick it up. Yes, there is. The United States. Ain't the United States is going to pick it up. The United States will not pick up that debt. The United States won't be able to pick up that debt because they created it. Nobody's going to be able to pick it up. Yes, there is. The everyday person here, the U.S. citizens, will pick up that debt. Well, that's what I mean. But the fact of the matter is either they can't pick it up, they're going to take on the burden, the debt of it, but they're not capable of picking it up. They're going to they're going to absorb the default. The buyer of last resort is going to be the everyday person here. And that's where it's going to, you know, they said the proverbial stuff rolls downhill. Well, the bottom of the hill is the everyday person, and that's where this is going to stop rolling. Because who is the U.S. Who is the everyday person in the U.S. going to be able to, to transfer that debt to? No one. Because there's no one else in line. And the consequences from that are going to be quite substantial. So listen, we got to get ready to go into a commercial break. You're listening to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, don't hesitate. Give us a call, 704-802-5056. Scotty, give me uh, give me three minutes, and then we'll come right back. Uh, I gotta try to recap this and be, and be ready for the rest of the show, which I will be. Uh, but ooh, I lost everything. So I love it. I love it. I love it. So you're listening to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Give us a call seven zero four eight zero two fifty fifty six. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Mm.
You are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Tango Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056. Uh, we're back. I'm back on, on everything. I guess that was the best thing to, for me to do, Chief, was to close everything else out. So we're good to go. We're going to go get, move forward. So we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call. And, wow, here we go. So we've got to get back to this. And let me just pick up this, this article really quickly. Um, from where we were reading from, and I want to put this all in, in space. And this is uh, was from RT International. So let me just read this one more time. Quote, and this is from uh, Gupta, is, is a, uh, a senior fellow, uh, follow, uh, fellow, excuse me, a senior fellow at the Institute of Chinese and American Studies in Washington, D.C. Gupta told RT, quote, in, case, in, in that case, talking about dumping the U.S. treasury, treasuries, there would be absolute chaos in the global currency market. Therefore, in glo- therefore, I mean, and thereafter, in the global equity markets, that's the, the stocks and bonds. He said that adding with, so adding with regards to interest rates, after significant initial volatility in the market, every, the shock of it all, the effects would be somewhat muted. The interest rates ain't really, the, that's not going to be it. The concern, though, is with the, for, with, with the finance market sentiment, not specifically interest rates, Gupta said. The financial market sentiment is that, okay, guess what? The bomb has just been dropped. We need to take shelter now. And when you take shelter, there's a protocol that they will all go through, and they will all start dropping their U.S. Tre- treasuries, and there will be a race to drop it in front of, guess what? This country has to drop theirs because there has to be for every buy, for every seller there has to be a buyer. So they got it's going to be a mad race to drop mines before the Russians do, before the Belgians do, before the Germans do. Because if I'm holding on to this and they sell theirs before mine, guess what? I'm not going to be able to sell it. The the the, the rate is going to be different. So there's going to be a massive sentiment to do what? Get in front of this dropping. So guess what? The first one that drops wins. The last one is the loser. And everyone in between, the first one that drops in the bottom, everyone is taking position and their losses are incurred as the time goes along. There is no one that's winning once it drops in those treasuries. Now is a mass race to do what? Stop the bleeding. The hemorrhaging. It's just like the human body. What's one of the first things that you got to do and, and where someone is bleeding? You got to, first and foremost, you got to stop the bleeding. So now the overall treasury bubble has been shot and is bleeding. How do you stop your bleeding? You don't hold the treasuries. The bleeding stops when, guess what? You get rid of what's bleeding. Get rid of those treasuries now. Some countries will, China will dump some, and then every country will all of a sudden be in a panic mode to dump 
And guess what? Some people are going to say, don't dump some of it, dump it all. And when, that, when they do that, guess what the other person is? No, let's dump all of ours before they dump theirs. So there's going to be, this is what the fight is going to be, Chief. There's going to be, they're going to hold up the market so some people can't dump. The market is going to be, it's going to be a bloodbath. People are going to be fighting. No, don't let them dump before me. That's the market sentiment that he's talking about. So now, Gupta, uh, well, the article goes on. China currently owns 1.3, excuse me, China currently owns 1.13 trillion in U.S. Treasury. That's a, a factor, that's a factor of a total of 22 trillion in U.S. debt outstanding, but 17.7% of the various securities are held by foreign governments, according to data from the Treasuries and Security Institutes and Financial Market Association. Beijing has been pulling back from its own role in the U.S. bond market, having cut holdings nearly 4% over the past 12 months, but it still takes the, it still takes the top spot among American foreign, current, uh, American foreign creditors. Here's why China took that position. Keith, if China didn't hold the majority of the U.S. treasuries, when they dump the treasuries, guess what it would ha effect it would have on the treasury market in the U.S. treasury? Nothing. Because as long as the one that has the most is holding on to it, the stability of the treasuries is still in place. So if you want to nullify them, what do you have to do? You have to be the top dog. If you're the top dog, you tell them now we can control everything. We start dumping you, and everybody in the world is going to dump you because we're the ones with the most. So if we dump, we say that we don't want yours anymore. Guess who's going to pay for what we don't want? The rest of everyone beneath us because dumping goes downhill. So now, Gupta said that even if the trade conflict worsens, amiss, he, he doesn't think that Beijing will completely stop buying U.S. debt. To, they have to say that because China ain't ready to do what? China don't want other countries to start dumping treasuries before who? Before they do. Before they do. The, the other thing, Dave, I hear that article, and I only believe 20% of it. Of course. Of course. The article is telling you, is, is, is forecasting what you better be prepared for. What, what you better be prepared for is that it's already been thought out, conceptualized how all of the U.S. Treasuries is going to be dumped. If you haven't thought about that and you're in a financial market and you have Treasuries, you're stupid. Okay, so with that sentiment that you just said, and this is, and I bring this up often, and the only word I could come up with is dumbfounded in light of the, all the other conversations you were having. The world knows this. We know this. But yet we're taking the time to send ships, 100,000 troops, everybody else to the Middle East when we know Mm -hmm. We're on the threshold of this going down. Yeah. 
Yeah, very true. Which goes back to why I said I don't understand it because we look at some things to better the United States, but at the same token, you got this whole stuff going on that's literally sabotaging. Yeah, and very true, Keith. Now, in the article, let me finish this part of it. Here we go. Gupta says that <clears throat> there are better avenues of a retaliation, talking about the trade war with the U.S., than China dumping the Treasury. He has to say that. See, what they're going to do is they're going to threaten and then say, no, nah, we're not going to do that. But that's the heads up that they are. There are better avenues for retaliation, such as government juice consumer boycotts of U.S. goods. That don't work. I mean, it, it, it starts, but it, it's, the, it's the start to things. Until China fully internationalizes and hardens its currency, let me stop there. China already has fully internationalized and hardened its currency. Look at all the deals that they made. Look at all of the, the relationships that they have. Don't believe that China already has. Is China in the SDR system or not? Yes. In 2016, they were actually put into the SDR basket of currencies. Hardening done. The IMF headquarters is going to be moving from the United States to, guess where, Keith? Beijing. Beijing. It's going to be moving from Washington to Beijing. So I'm here to tell you China's already hardened and internationalized this currency. But one of the things that they don't want to do is they're not going to replace, they're, not going, they're going to have the U.S. dollar nullified, but they're not going to take the place of the U.S. that, would be, that wouldn't be wise. What they did was that they're going to internationalize it. But see, here's the thing. How much gold has the U.S. stole from around the world? An unimaginable amount and still hold it. So what is China going to do? They're going to back their currency with what they have. The U.S. don't hold no Chinese gold. Because China knows this is our money. It ain't yours. We don't need you to hold it. Because if you hold it, I own it. You control it. Yeah, it's mine, but it's under your control. Uh-oh, you're coming to realizing something. Ownership don't mean jack. Control means everything. Possession is all tenths of the law. So, so now, it simply it says, quote, it simply can't walk away from the U.S. debt market, and doing so would be self-damaging, he said. That's not true. They have already walked away from the U.S. debt system, and they will, and doing so will not be self-damaging. They have the ability to completely nullify their adversaries. All's fair in what, Keith? War. He told RT that American consumers would certainly feel the pinch. Pinch? <laughs> no. Quote, he also has seen a serious crash in the U.S. stock market in large part, large part because of the unnecessary and destructive trade war that, that has rooted in the Donald Trump's administration. According to Gupta, foreign purchases of U.S. debt, including China's notable 
are important players in the market at, at a time when the U.S. debt has a percentage of GDP gradually creeping towards triple digits. It's not gradually creeping towards triple digits. The U.S. Uh, GDP and debt is over 106% that they admit to. That ain't creeping towards triple digits. That's past triple digits. The actual GDP, the U.S. debt, is probably over 400%. If China partially exits the U.S. bond market, Washington would have to find the new buyers for its debt. He's telling you the truth. Who are the new buyers going to be? The everyday person here. Now, let me get to that because we got to focus on that. What this means is this, everyone, that all of the cash in U.S. debt that's held abroad is going to be dumped. They're going to sell it. And all that selling is that you can't sell something unless somebody is, is going to buy it. You can't buy something unless someone else is going to be selling it. So guess who's going to be buying all of this dump treasury? Well, it comes back to the United States. The everyday person here. Not the, the U.S. government is not going to be buying those treasuries. They got gold. They're not going to be selling their gold to, to acquire the debt. No. The people here don't have real money. So you're going to be the ones and we're going to be the ones that's going to be burdened with this debt. Here's how that works. You go through a massive hyperinflation. You talk about the hyperinflation that's in Venezuela, you're going to multiply that times you have created all, you have the, the most currency that's ever been created in human history and all of it is going to return to you. Venezuela is going to look like they all got pay raises compared to what happened here. And what that translates into, just like the U.S. military won't, the U.S. government won't be able to afford to, to bring all of their, supply their troops, therefore have their troops carry out the missions that they have, therefore be successful, therefore they won't be then guess what? They won't be able to resupply them, but not only won't they won't be able to resupply them, they won't be able to bring them home because their dollars won't be accepted in port. They won't be able to buy the necessary fuel to get the, to get the troops back. And that same thing is going to happen here. Here's how it's going to happen. In order for the U.S. to acquire goods, they're going to have to pay for them in something other than U.S. dollars. And guess what? The only thing that they have is what? U.S. dollars. So all of the food that comes into the United States is going to go where, Keith? It's going to be sold to somebody else because we don't accept U.S. dollars anymore. So what does that mean? There's no food coming to you. You'll have all the cash that you can imagine. You'll be able to fill your whole house up with cash, but you won't be able to buy nothing with it because there won't be an exchange, a medium of exchange for it. No one will exchange you anything for that unless there's somebody that don't know what's going on. Remember in the currency market, Keith, there's going to be a mass rush to dump it. Let me give this to somebody else. So if you're the one that's going to allow your home to be filled up to cash, guess what? You're going to have plenty of people there saying, okay, here, take this. You give me this for it. 
And what you're going to find, you're going to have calves that you can't do nothing with, and you have exhausted yourself of all your resources to acquire that calf. You broke. Like everybody else. You're broke. And how it's going to work here is that the overall price of gas at the pump, people won't be able to afford to put gas in their vehicles to keep. It's pretty hard to push a, 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 your car to work. How much energy would it take you to push your car 100 yards, Keith? Let me ask you something, because we got, this is a good point as understanding what's really sought after here is your energy. Keith, how much energy would you expend pushing your truck 100 yards in the mud? You would expend a lot of energy, wouldn't you, Keith? If you were able to complete that overall 100 yards push, what would your state of energy be, your physical state of energy be after you push that car? I'd be hungrier and more broke than I was before I started. You'll be hungry and exhausted, won't you? That's stealing your energy. That's what this system does. It is able to monetize your energy. So now you won't be able to get to work unless you plan on pushing your car. So guess what? You're going to see what? I'm going to take a, the path of least resistance. I'm not going to push that car to work. That don't make sense. So why don't we understand how the financial markets work? Because that's how they work and how currency and money really works. That's how it works. Now you got this car that's a liability because it's doing what, Kiki? It's not getting you transferred to where you need to get to in a timely fashion where you can be fresh, ready to go, all of your energy, right? It's actually doing the opposite. It's sapping everything. It's taking away from what you have. And when this collapse, you won't have gas available. The food will be will be just unimaginably high. That house full of cash that you've got, you're going to go try to exchange it at the store, and guess what the store is going to say? You too? I got a 1,000 people that got a house full of cash. But the goods that I have here, I'm not trading for cash. So guess what? I don't accept that. Come back with some money. Now, you come back with money, guess what, the, guess what the overall person that has the overall supply of goods is going to say? Okay, I'll exchange that for you. I'll give you this for that. Because what are they going to do with what you give them? They're going to go back into the market and exchange that to what? To get resupplied, to stay in business. If, their cash is in, if the cash that you're giving them is not going to be able for them to go back into the market and resupply what they sold to you, guess what they're going to do? They're not going to sell to you. Because they can't. We don't accept that. And this is going to cross-pollinate into everything. Just like the troops at overseas won't be brought home, if your spouse, your significant other, if it's you, you won't be able to afford gas to, to, buy, to, to get home. So guess what you're going to have to do, Keith? You're going to have to have an alternative means to get home. You're either going to uh, 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 walk it, 
ride a bike or something else, but you won't be using no car to get home. And I'm going to tell you this, Keith, there's nobody that has gas is going to let you ride home with them. If they'll, they may do this, they, but they ain't going to take you home because what, what's valuable? You ain't got no gas money. No, because it ain't even the gas no, money no more because, see, now it goes back to real money. It's not gas money because now gas is money. And so in my tank, I got money because it has intrinsic value. So my money I'm going to use for who? For me. Now, I may, if you are along my way, you can ride with me, but you ain't, I ain't driving you all the way home because then I'm going to spend up all of my gas. You see how this works? I ain't taking you to my house either. Right. I ain't taking you to my I'm going to get home because I see the big picture of this problem. Oh, shoot. I wasn't prepared for this. This is why every person here has to prioritize getting prepared for this. So this thing is going to play out. And some people are going to be stuck at work because some, initially they won't because some people will have gas to get back home. But guess what? If you went to work and gas shoots up all of a sudden because they can, gas could become unattainable for the everyday person in this country immediately. Let me tell you why, Keith. Here's why. Even if you're a millionaire, I need everybody to, to, to focus and listen to this real quickly. When they start dropping uh, the currency, the debt, guess what it's going to do to the overall debt market? You may have a balance. You may have a negative balance. I mean, you may have a balance on your credit card, room on your credit card. Let's say you got a $10,000 credit card, and you only got used $100 of it, and you got $909 of, of, uh, of credit that's, that you can use. Guess what's going to happen to that credit? When this stuff happens, whoop, they're going to take it away right away. They're not even going to allow you to use that. Okay, and it's worse than that. Again, yes, it's, it's, it's far worse. And the reason why it's worse than that, like you said, that was credit. Right. And our deal, we are so into believing that we don't have to use credit. We have. What? What we thought to be assets. Right. What we thought to be assets. And you'll realize real quickly, there will be a list of what's acceptable in the market. And guess what's going to be acceptable in the market, Keith? It's going to be oil and gas, right? Because the priority of that will be great. It's why the fight for Venezuela. Food, right? Food. Water. Water and the precious metals. Those are going to be the overall and, and, and the land and the land itself will be if, if, if the intrinsic value of the land, like farmland is going to be very important. Aquifers are going to be very important. You can monetize that money into and create a note off of that 
I don't know about that. I tell you why. One hundred percent for real. The only reason why I say that is because that stuff is gonna be immediately confiscated. Well no, but I yes, it is for the everyday person. Yeah. So but that is what they're gonna why are they gonna confiscate it? Because it's what? It has value. They can monetize it. So that's going to be taken. So the everyday person, guess what they're going to find out? Oh, shoot. The stuff I've been consuming ain't on that list. The stuff that I've been acquiring ain't on that list. I ain't got no money. Now, so let's say you got a million dollars in the bank, Chief, and you got a credit card that has $10,000. When all of this stuff happens, the credit cards right away are going to pull everything off of your credit card. Whoop, that ain't yours no more. We ain't using that. You can't run this up. Whoop, gone. Guess what's going to happen to your bank? Whoop, we closed. We ain't opening up. Financial turmoil. Door shut. Go to the ATM machine. Go to the ATM machine and guess what the ATM machine is going to say? No, it ain't going to say out of order. It's just going to be a black screen. Lights them been turned out. Then you're going to look at what do you have in your physical possession. Okay, cool. I got, I got a, uh, uh, I got a hundred stacks in a backpack. You know, I hear some some rappers talk about they got a hundred stacks in their backpack. You know, hundred thousand dollars. Guess what? Whoop! The dollar has been dropped. Guess what? They ain't got no purchasing power. So what you going to do to that backpack? You better throw all that stuff out and, and replace it with something else. And what you can replace it with, now all of a sudden, the things that you can replace it with, what are you going to be doing? You're going to find a long line of other people already there, and guess what? Those with the overall resources are going to demand what? No, it was a fair exchange. You're going to have to give me something of, of value. So let's say you got a car. What good of a car if you can't get no... We don't accept that one, homie. And this is going to be in progressive steps. So you got to be ahead of all of this now because once the window closes, it don't open back up. So you can find that your family members and you are just as stranded as people in the military. And for people living abroad, you're going to have a real problem because guess what? They don't accept your currency anymore. You better have some form of money that is going to be acceptable and recognize the world round. And you'll see that you'll get treated a whole lot different than everybody else. Okay, now let me bring this up because we've talked around it, but we really haven't said it. We have to go to a commercial break as usual. Chief is perfect for calling in the break. I mean, your timing is impeccable, Keith. Said, You're listening to Tando Radio all Show. All you had to do is say perfect, and then you could just stop talking. <laughs> Chief, your timing is impeccable. You're listening to, we got to get ready to go to a commercial break. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call. 703 We'll be right back. Man, Black Talk Radio, your choice. Make Black Talk Radio your choice for digital black radio. New black media for the new millennium. All right, welcome back, everyone, to Tango Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I want to say, and I forgot to say this, in our first break, Scotty's timing, great, great, great song. 
uh, that, that Scotty put in there. Just, he does well. So Pastor Keith wanted to chime in, but if you want to chime in as well, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call, 704-802-5056. We're going to talk about some of the things that you should be acquiring right now. Beginner or someone that's been in the pre preparedness world for a while, this is what you should be doing right now. Go ahead, Keith. Okay. Now, this is huge. This is huge. You said that we didn't talk about this and we've been beating we around. We tried to talk about it, but we didn't hit it. Mm -hmm. Importantly, which is probably the most important thing that needs to be brought out. We talked about credit. We talked about uh, your bank accounts and all that. Well, we have it said. Listen, people, they're talking about your pensions. Oh, yeah. We're talking about your stocks and bonds. The market is going to consume that. We're talking about everything that you hold to be as well. Your retirements. Mm -hmm. All of those things. Yep. And Keith, let's put it this way. You remember when, when we talked about the gold mm -hmm. and how the U.S. holds a lot of people's gold, right? Mm -hmm. When the U.S. is holding your gold, and things get go awry, and they don't give it back to you. Who just got? Who was? Who was in a hurt locker? You, the owner of the gold, Absolutely. because the controller has just taught you a valuable lesson that what's more important: controlling or owning. It's yours, yeah, but you ain't getting it back. Or they'll say, "Prove it. Prove ownership." How do you prove ownership? You can't prove ownership because it was made up. It doesn't exist. How do you prove control, Keith? See, control is by the, is the spirit of the law. Ownership is the letter of the law. Prove to me you own something, Keith, and I can show you how someone can say, guess what? Whoop, that's gone. Now prove it. You can't. You can always prove control. Prove control. How do you prove control? It's right here. It's presentation. It's presentation. And presentation is more powerful than what? Trust me, I have, I, I, I own it. Because ownership is done, done by what, Keith? By paper contract. That piece of paper can be ripped up. Gone. Can't prove it. And here's the thing. Uh, and we have to also understand the powers that be that you rely on, they're not honest entities either. So, therefore, you can go back to the exact same thing that you talked about. You talked about all the art. You talked about mm -hmm. all the gold. Mm -hmm. You talked about all that stuff in World War II, and those people still have not received their stuff. Why? Because the ones that they need to go to that they're relying on. That have control over. They're just as corrupt. Just as corrupt. And, and keeping it's, it's kind of like this, is with the pensions and, and the 401Ks. See, those pensions and 401Ks, you own, but they're under control of somebody else. And when you own it and you have to ask the controller to relinquish this into your control and they say no, we don't have it, no, you're not getting it, or they don't answer the phone, or they treat you like an ATM machine with a blank screen, don't matter. They control what you thought that you, ownership gave you, and it didn't. And that's going to hurt. 
but that's not going to be the thing that you're going to be focusing on or worrying about. The things that you're going to be focusing on and worrying about is survival from day to day. And that survival path or being able to survive in that is going to depend upon what you did before the U.S. Treasuries was dumped, not after. So what is it that you need to put into your possession? You need to get control over real money, things that have intrinsic value now. Because if you don't, you won't be able to acquire it during the collapse, during the storm, during the overall conflict, during the confrontation, during the hostilities, during the attack. It won't be available. And if it is available, you won't be in a position to acquire it because you won't be able to afford it. You prepare for the storm. You prepare for the crisis when no one else is looking. Because I guarantee you, if you don't prepare for it, if you don't see it coming and know that it's coming and know that you need to prepare for it, once the overall events start to happen, if you didn't see it coming, you're not going to know what to do once it arrives. Because you'll be situational unaware. So you need to, every single person here, it's not just food and water that you're going to need. You're actually going to need the overall items that the global economy is going to, to recognize as being money. You're going to need some measure of to be able to get your family in a position of safety. You need to figure that stuff out now. I will say this, be careful with storing any form of flammables, such as fuel. Make sure you do that correctly if you're going to do that. But you need to have a measure of food and, 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 and substance for you and your family, but you're also going to need to have a form of money for you to transaction in, in, the, in the economy that will continue. It's just that everyone that you know and everyone around you will be in a position that the economy has turned on them. The economy is not going to stop. Just the common person's economy is going to be destroyed. In dumping this U.S. Treasuries, all of the rest of the world is going to do that, and they're going to send the Treasuries back to, it's going to be returned to sender. It's going to be re returned to the overall corporation of the United States, and the corporation of the United States will divvy it out to its overall citizenry, a.k.a. its human resources, overall slaves, a.k.a. its employees, a.k.a. the businesses that are under corporation through it, and that's dictated by your social security number, which, which, which really determines that you are a business entity under the jurisdiction of the Corporation of the United States. 
It will be devied out. It will all roll there, and it will stop there. Then there will be that overall turmoil, but those that are prepared will be able to facilitate a market, a new demand market. Yes, I, I am here. Let me one second. Let me go to. Uh, we got a caller out of. I'm not quite sure where that caller was. Welcome, caller, to Tando Radio Show. What's your name? Where you're calling, calling from? And what is your question or comment? There was a call. Okay, uh, caller, if you if you can, um, uh, I don't see you in queue. But if you would, um, you can un you can unmute yourself and just uh, jump in. I'm, I'm I I heard you. I wasn't quite sure. Um, I'm not quite sure if that was Brother Davis or not, um, or if it was someone else. I don't think it was Brother Davis. I thought it was someone else. So, uh, caller, uh, just give us a call back. So. Here's the things that you need to do. You need to acquire the staple goods for you and your family. But not, not only that, you are, going, you are definitely going to need a measure of a form of money that you can take advantage of. Then the, the, the best way to do that is in silver and gold because that will be accepted everywhere. If you are abroad, your credit card won't get you home. Your reward points won't get you home. Your American Express black card won't get you home. None of that stuff is going to, because that's all a form of a debt, is all based off of credit, is not going to get you home. If you are a person outside of the United States and you're a U.S. citizen, you're going to need overseas, you're going to need some form of real money. That will get you home. if that's where you plan to return to. You're talking about when they dump the treasuries and it's all going to be a part of the overall war and it nullifies the U.S. ability to, to, to wage a meaningful war. Just dumping the treasuries, Keith, guess what, Keith? One of the most effective things with the U.S. Treasury is, guess what, Keith? You don't have to use an EMP against the country. When you have, when the U.S. has the vulnerabilities that it has in the market, if you have, if you have the lion's share of U.S. debt, you don't need a bomb. You don't need a bomb. You don't need an EMP weapon. You know how you can turn the lights out on them? Dump the treasuries. Guess what's going to happen to all the lights in the United States? They'll go out because you can't afford to pay the bill. We, and we talked about that before. The fact of the matter is, as a position that we're in, they don't need a bomb anyhow. No. By any stretch. No. Why would you bomb? Which because I'm sorry, keep go ahead. If if we suffer this stuff, which we will, it's gonna be flat out revenge, payback, 
Sure. And tell her to come home and lose weight. Sure. There'll be a lot of people that'd be willing to do here's here's what happens. By them they won't need to use a bomb. Think about it, Keith. Why would I want to use an EMP? Right? I mean I could because the infrastructure is isn't gonna get damaged, right? But why would I want to actually destroy bomb and destroy what we're about to take over. What you're about to take over. But here's why you would still as well. Because guess what? Guess who's going to rebuild it for free? The, the, when the U.S. falters and folds, countries will start to divide up the United States. And they're going to, it's going to be the entire states of America, and the U.S. will go into receivership. Those countries will come in and take those resources, and guess what they're going to tell the general population here? Here's your new work orders. Here's what you'll get paid, but you're going to rebuild the infrastructure of war, not only there, but everywhere else as well. When we'll get our new infrastructure after all. One of the things that war does, and, and you look at what war does, it has a migrant scattering of people everywhere. And guess what that really is? It's really nothing more than the human trafficking. There are many people that are in the United States right now, they're going to be in foreign countries that they never even heard of before in the, in, in the years to come. Because they'll be trying to work off of what? Work off of the debt that the, that the U.S. had to pay from the loss of the war. And do you think that they're going to treat you well? Do you think that they're going to treat you well? Do you think as a person coming as a citizen of a fourth world nation that you're going to get first citizen's rights there? Do you really think that you're going to come there as one that has service or will you be there to serve? You're not going to go on vacation. You're not going to be living the, the, you won't have the quality of life and standard of living that you had when the U.S. was what? Had the overall dollar dominancy, hegemony. You're going to be just the opposite. How many times, Keith, have you seen people from other countries, so-called third world countries, they came here because of work. And when they came here because of work, what were the things that they – did they go straight to the Fortune 500 companies to become the CEO? Did they, be, did they do this? What was the road that they had to travel? It was hard. Menial labor. Menial hard labor. So we think that, nah, this can't country. Every empire that collapses, that's what happens. There's migrant out migration that is really human trafficking. It's the slave trade. Slavery never entered, uh, ended on the global market. What they did is they just monetized it differently. And it's something you have to prepare for. Because if we don't, our daughters won't be doing this, won't be doing what we would prefer for them to be doing. 
they will be trying to survive. Our sons won't be doing what we prefer for them to do. They will be trying to survive. You won't be doing what you prefer to do. You will do what, what, what the, what's left to you, what options are left to you, and that survival option will be the one that you will have to, uh, to, to attend to. There's a different quality of life when you're trying to survive and when you're trying to prosper. It's a different, totally different quality of life, totally different standard of living. And all of it is setting up just for that. Listen, everyone, if, before we get out of here, there was a caller, and I really would love for that caller to try to get in. Give us a call, 704-802-5056, before we get out of here. Um, I wanted to leave that room for that individual if they came back. Um, so, no, they didn't come back. Okay. So, listen, everyone, we're going to get you ready to get out of here. Much love, much respect. And I will just say that, you know, we have to prepare for these things because it's already on the table. The actual, you, China's not dumping, we're not looking for a Chinese dump one-time event. China and the rest of the world have been dumping U.S. Treasuries for a while and not buying U.S. Treasuries for a while. Well, okay, I think our caller returned. Uh, let me go to this caller real quickly. Welcome, caller, to Tando Radio Show. What's your name and where you're call calling from, and what is your question or comment? Nope. Okay, they, they, they fell off the board. Okay, so got to be prepared. This is already happening continuously now. This is why things are the way that they are, the prices of things and everything else. is not, you know, we're not waiting for one major event. The events have already been happening. Fukushima is real. We're already in the crisis. So, all right, everyone. Much love, much respect. It's never goodbye. As always, we'll see you later. And before you ask for a fortune, make sure to give one away. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Gold dinar would have had serious consequences for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake. <laughs>